Web Disease Podcast with your host, Kenneth Van Rutsch. Show number two. Hi, it's uh, Kenneth from WebDisease.com. I really appreciate everybody for subscribing and listening to uh, the podcast. Today, uh, we're going to talk about picking a hosting company. A hosting company is a vital aspect for your website. Once the day has come and you decided to do it uh, like the big guys, you need to choose a hosting company. And the hosting company should allow you to focus on creating high-quality content, but not to focus on keeping an eye on how your hosting company actually does its job. You want your hosting company to be uh, as reliable and uh, as stable as possible. In case you uh, need a quick answer about which hosting company to use for uh, running a WordPress site, I can say right away that it's Bluehost.com. And that's because uh, that's the hosting company that WordPress recommends on their site. And they can't be wrong. If you uh, really want to understand what you need to take into account when you choose a hosting company, keep on listening. Before we go any further, I want to point your attention to the fact that your hosting company is one of the factors that will determine the future of your online business. If you select a wrong hosting company, you can just waste your time or even lose your data when a disaster strikes. So no monkey business here. First off, let's talk about your uh, web space, the space that you need uh, for your site. It's sort of hard to say how much space you'll need. You can start with uh, just, you know, 50 megabytes and chances are it'll be more than enough just to get you started. If you plan to uh, deploy a whole lot of images, audio files and videos, you should be ready to buy a bigger hosting plan before you know it. Even if you're being said now that your uh, web space and bandwidth are unlimited, you'll see for yourself they are not. The usual gimmick that hosting companies try to surprise you with is unlimited hosting space and bandwidth. Nothing comes unlimited in this world, and so are bandwidth and hosting space. They may seduce you, um, you know, with such promises before you buy it. But once you buy and have a spike in your website traffic, you'll be kindly prompted to switch over to a bigger plan. And that just means paying more money for something that you've already paid for. At least it sounds exactly like that. So, in case you expect to host uh, audio or video files on your server, you'll be asked to increase your hosting space. If you have a whole lot of traffic on your site, you'll have the same suggestion from your host. Bottom line, you really need to keep it in mind and have some extra money handy and ready for overage charges. Now, let's talk about the features that you'll need on a server. You need to make sure before you buy your uh, hosting plan uh, that you have full control over uh, your files on the server. You should be able to delete, to create, edit and do whatever you see fit at any time. There should be no restrictions. Um, you also need to uh, be sure uh, that your hosting company supports the technologies and coding languages uh, that your site will need. Um, but that's not an issue for most uh, hosts, because um, the majority of them supports all you need for running a WordPress site. In order uh, to be able to easily manage your files and databases on your hosting server, you also need uh, a cPanel and uh, phpMyAdmin, or any alternatives to them. So contact your hosting provider and check with them if they provide uh, those tools as well. Now, a bit tricky issue. Which exactly server you need to go for, Linux or Windows? 
I mean, the logic could be something like, if I'm on a Windows computer, I need a Windows server, right? And uh, if I'm on Linux, I need a Linux server. What if I'm on a Mac? As a matter of fact, it's not how it works here. You may be perplexed as for what kind of hosting to use, Linux or Windows. Though Microsoft has released Windows Server support for WordPress as well, I would not recommend using it. Just because I can't see why you would want to. I mean, you'll have to learn stuff. Uh, while Linux hosting will work just perfectly, and just about every hosting company web can easily help you with that. But if you're a really techy one, and love to dig deeper and investigate such sort of issues, feel free. Other than that, Linux hosting is usually cheaper, and it's the industry standard because about 70% of websites are hosted specifically on Linux servers. Now, a few words about compatibility. Though WordPress is a very lightweight script comparing to others and it's not very demanding, you still need to make sure that your hosting company is compatible with it. As of now, the official requirements are as follows. PHP version 5.2.4 or greater and uh, MySQL version 5.0 or greater. You may still be unsure or unwilling to check those requirements. In that case, you can just send an email to your potential hosting provider Tell them um, that you want to use WordPress on their server and just make sure that they support other versions of uh, PHP and MySQL that I specified before. You also need to make sure uh, that they uh, support the mod rewrite Apache module because you'll need it for enabling uh, user-friendly URLs on your site. If you are one of the tech-savvy guys, uh, you may have noticed that the versions of both uh, PHP and MySQL are not up-to-date. As a matter of fact, there is even an official message right on the WordPress requirements page that explains why it's so. In a nutshell, they don't want to use the most up-to-date versions because they usually cause issues with applications or, as they put it, they break applications. Fair enough. Would you rather have a bit of out-of-date uh, software but really stable or brand new but suspicious? Well, I think I can read your mind now. Now let's tackle online reputation. You also want to check your uh, hosting provider's online reputation, because if there is an issue with uh, their services, most likely there is some evidence somewhere on the web. You can just do a simple Google search for the company name. If uh, they are really wise, uh, they may have done some online reputation management and uh, they made sure that there is nothing negative about them on the first uh, two pages of search results. And that's why you need to do a little bit more in-depth checkup. Just go as deep as uh, five, six pages. If you can't find any uh, real, you know, well-grounded negative reviews or comments, you're most likely good to go. Chances are you'll be overwhelmed by the options that most hosting companies offer in terms of uh, hosting server types. And that's exactly why I'll explain each hosting server type right now. In case you want to use free hosting, just get ready to, you know, to experience some surprise. As you may have guessed, there is always a catch in such things. You'll uh, either have banners somewhere on your site or the hosting will be super unreliable. And the best thing is that you can't even complain about it because you don't actually pay money for that damn thing. Well, you don't pay cash, but uh, you pay with yours and your visitors' eyeballs. In either case, it's not a good idea to save money on your online business. Just remember, that if you're not offered a product, then you are the product. 
Now, what if you go for shared WordPress hosting? It's uh, when you share the same physical server with a lot of other sites. Such accounts are cheap, but the problem is that even if they say the whole shebang is unlimited, you'll experience bandwidth restrictions if your site goes really viral, you know. So the catch is that it's not really unlimited, but in this case your hosting is more reliable compared to the free hosting option. Pretty often uh, hosting providers also offer WordPress VPS hosting. VPS stands for Virtual Private Server. It's much like uh, shared hosting, but in this case uh, uh, you can install separate server, server software, which gives you more control over your site. Plus, if you're not exactly a tech savvy, uh, you can have your host manage your server, do updates, upgrades, you know, stuff like that. A bit better option would be a WordPress dedicated server. This kind of servers means that you'll be using a separate physical server without sharing it with uh, someone else. The advantage is that you have the complete control over your server and uh, your site. Your hosting company provides you with the rep administrator that manages your server. Plus, you'll be able to get phone tech support if needed. You want to go with the dedicated servers only if you have huge traffic. Otherwise, it'll be just an overkill. And uh, the best option would be managed WordPress hosting. You can run WordPress sites only on such servers. So if you want to run a different CMS, you'll have to buy another hosting account. In case you really need just WordPress installed on a server, you're good to go right away. The good news is that such servers are extremely optimized for WordPress and you won't have to worry about anything. Security, upgrades, updates, backups, everything is done for you. The only thing that can disappoint you a bit um, on such servers is the price. It's on the higher end of the scale. Duh! This sort of solution is perfect for the non-techies who just want to focus on quality content creation without going into all that, you know, geeky stuff. Another extremely important thing to talk about would be support. Before you actually make a purchase, I highly recommend testing how the customer support department of your uh, hosting company works. Make sure to contact specifically their tech support department on the phone, chat and ticket system. Doing so will clearly show you what you can expect when a real issue takes place. I pointed out that you need to contact the support department because that's going to be the place where people will transfer you when a tech issue occurs. It's not okay to, you know, just get in touch with their billing or pre-sales because they have nothing to do with fixing tech issues uh, when something goes wrong on your server. Also, double-check if your hosting company has a comprehensive uh, FAQ page, round-the-clock chat, phone and email support. If it's the case, you can surely move to the next step. Now let's talk about uptime. There are hosting companies that boast about their 100% uptime, which is simply impossible. What I'm trying to say here is that if they ever update their server software or hardware, they just have to restart their servers. And that means your site will be unavailable for some time. And that's okay, because it's exactly how things are operated on the web. Though, you'll stumble upon companies that promise 100% uptime, some are, by the way, really reputable companies. Just remember that it's a lie. And if they lie about that, you can't be sure that they are honest with you about the rest related to their services. So, you want to either stay away from such companies or at least be, you know, really vigilant.
The uh, standard uptime percentage is 99.9% .9%, and that's enough for running a website in a reliable way. I'm really starting to think that uh, when they say 100%, they actually mean 99%, because I believe I've heard that on a real promise from all major hosting companies. I believe there should be a reason for that, right? And uh, another extremely important aspect of your hosting company is security. As far as security goes, you need to make sure that your hosting company provides 128-bit SSL certificate encryption. And um, that's especially important if you want to do some e-commerce on your site, you know, sell some services or products uh, right off your site. Alternatively, if you don't want to, you know, mess with uh, the technicalities of SSL, you can just use a payment gateway such as PayPal or Google Checkout. Also, you need to check if uh, their uh, servers support SFTP. Unlike standard FTP, it encrypts both uh, commands and data, preventing passwords and sensitive information from being transmitted in the clear over the network. It's functionally similar to FTP, but uh, because uh, it uses a different protocol, you can't use a standard FTP client to talk to an uh, SFTP server, nor can you connect to an FTP server with a client that supports uh, SFTP only. So uh, your take from all this gibberish would be to make sure that your hosting company supports SFTP. And uh, to uh, increase your uh, level of security even more, you also want to make sure that your uh, hosting company supports SUPHP. The thing is that hosting is more secure when you run your WordPress script with the help of your account's username instead of the default shared username of the server. In our day and age, it's usually done using SUPHP. So, you may also include this question about uh, SUPHP support uh, in your email message to your hosting company. And uh, you also need to uh, make sure that uh, their servers are fast enough for running your website in a reliable and uh, efficient way. Nowadays, it's uh, getting even more important because uh, some SEO experts say that uh, speed is getting more, uh, more and more important factor for website rankings. You can check your server speed with the help of pinging. If you're on a Mac, you can do it as follows. In your finder, select Go, then Utilities, and just fire up your terminal. Once it's uh, running, just enter ping and your website address. In case you are on a Windows computer, it's pretty similar. Just go to start, then run, then type in cmd and just type ping in your website address. Now hit enter and it will show the result. The result should be something around 80-100 milliseconds or lower. The values can be way higher if your host is located in a different country. If you're not happy with your pinging results with the values, you may want to contact your hosting provider and ask what's wrong. By the way, I did a test ping for webdesy.com and it just gave me timeouts. So I went ahead and submitted a ticket to my hosting company and uh, then I received uh, an email which basically said that uh, pinging is not supported by their servers. The funny part is that I tried to ping my site again and it seems to be working now. Though when I did it a week ago, I was just getting timeout messages. So it sounds that uh, they enabled it for me and uh, it's possible to switch it on, you know, if needed. 
I'm just not sure why they did it, because I just asked them why pinging won't work on my server and they replied that uh, they disable it for security reasons. Now it looks that they just enabled it without uh, my direct request. Is it me or it's really kind of weird or something? Now let's move a bit to the marketing side of things. As a rule of thumb, you need to use an email address that is branded with your domain name. For example, in my particular case, instead of using webdizzy at gmail.com, I'm supposed to use ken at webdizzy.com or admin at webdizzy.com because it makes me look more official and reliable. Though it's not a biggie, at least uh, in my humble opinion, you still need to make sure that uh, you'll be able to set up an email address in this format. Your name at your domain name. And a few tips for you guys. As a rule of thumb, it's a good idea to first come up with a domain name for a site and then buy a hosting account. But don't hesitate with the buying your hosting once you're ready with your domain name, because some say that good domain names mysteriously get occupied after you find them. I'm not exactly sure how that happens, but I heard in a podcast Unfortunately, I'm not sure which one exactly uh, that was, but uh, people were saying uh, about multiple cases as follows. You just go and use uh, some domain name checking online tool, you find a domain name to your liking, the tool definitely says that it's not occupied, but when you return to double check in a few weeks or so, the domain name turns out to be taken, but there is no actual site on it. And you have the option to buy it, but now it's not 15 bucks anymore. Nope, it's rather a few thousand. Plus, they, the guys in that podcast, said that uh, it happened on a very regular basis. Well, I'm not sure if it's true or not, you know, I just heard it. But just keep in mind that such things happen, or at least used to happen. Again, having found the domain name you really love, buy it right away. Another tip. Make sure to buy your domain name for 5-10 years so that nobody buys it after it gets obvious that you're, you're their competitor. You really need to mark the calendar so that it reminds you to renew your uh, hosting account and domain name. It may sound funny to you, but I actually know about such a showcase, such a you know case study, with a very well-known company. They just forgot to pay for their hosting and domain name and their site was down for a few hours in a row. The next tip, you also don't want to shop on prices, because most cheap solutions have strings attached, and those strings are not too pleasant most of the time. Instead, you can just check recommendations and reviews of uh, the hosting company that you consider using. Just uh, Google for the name of your hosting company uh, and uh, see if you can find any you know, reviews, comments, uh, whatever. Um, that works better because if a hosting company is more than a year old, it should have reviews out there, um, well, some kind of you know messages, uh, some uh, unhappy or happy customers, and so on. Just see what real people say about your future hosting company, and do your best to understand if you can live with what those people are saying about the experience with the home of your future site. And uh, another tip. You also want to check how old and legit the company is. You can easily do it with the help of uh, the host service. If the company is younger than a year, you need to be really cautious in such cases. Not that I'm trying to say that it's uh, gonna be you know bad experience for sure, 
It just may be or may not be tricky. And uh, the last tip for today. If you're not a techie, you may also want uh, Fantastic available on your hosting server. It's an auto-installer for cPanel services, which uh, translates into the ability to install all sorts of CMSs at the click of a button. If you have Fantastic on your hosting, you'll be able to install WordPress in a hassle-free way. I'd recommend Fantastico if you want to run a non-profit site because with the simplicity, Fantastico also brings less control and more vulnerabilities, which you don't want to have if your whole family relies on your website, on your website performance. Plus, if you install uh, with the help of Fantastico, your version of WordPress is not the latest and the greatest one. And uh, before I wrap up, a few warnings for you. If a hosting company offers you a free domain, if you use their services, make sure to check the host record of your domain name. Chances are, it will be your hosting company in the record, but not you. And here's why it's important. Make sure to do some due diligence before you pay hard cash for something that you don't own. The thing is that the legit owner of a domain is the one who is in the who is record. So if you are, if your company name is in the who is record, you're the owner. If it's your hosting company's name, they are the owner and you don't own it. Another uh, bad sign is when a hosting company forces you to buy a yearly plan instead of a monthly one. Odds are they're trying to hide something from you and it'll be way more difficult to cancel if uh, you embark on their services for a whole year. And uh, to summarize it, I'll repeat the main points. If you are not sure whether your site will go big, just buy a moderate hosting plan. You'll be able to build up later. Your hosting company will be just happy to help you with that. Though you don't want to hunt for bargains if you run a profitable online business, there is no actual reason to overpay either. Just buy what you need now, plus the amount of disk space uh, that you'll need for your first year. Don't buy based on the gimmicks like 100% uptime, unlimited disk space and data transfer. Especially if the prices are way too low and too good to be true. You get what you pay for. If a hosting company you consider working with offers a free trial, don't hesitate to take advantage uh, because it's the most surefire way to check if everything is okay. And uh, the last thing, you really need to make sure that their tech support works as you expect. Contact them via phone, chat and email before you pay the money. Most hosting companies, and not only, are pretty efficient in pre-sales, but when it comes to uh, tech support with a really bugging tech issue, the whole company can resemble apocalypses with nobody alive who can help you. If you can get in touch with their tech support real quick, it's a very good sign. Such a company is really worth your while. And uh, that's about it, guys. If you have any questions, you can contact me via email at webdizzy at gmail.com or just Skype me. My Skype ID is k-e-n-n-e-t-h dot v-o-n dot r-a-u-c-h. Again, that's k-e-n-n-e-t-h dot v-o-n dot r-a-u-c-h. If you haven't subscribed to uh, the WebDizzy podcast, you can do it right now and you won't miss out on my upcoming amazing episodes. So just go to iTunes and search for WebDizzy. It's very user-friendly right there. Thanks for your time. Bye-bye. <laughs>